Hey and welcome to the No Drinks in the Booth podcast, back with another classic episode. This week we're talking music videos, but as always we've got news, reviews and joining me in the booth this week. Man with the opinions, man with the jokes, Pavan Saki, coffee lover and resident househead Chris Watson and myself holding it all together, Wake a Deer. Okay, how has everyone been? Chris? Good. Life's good, as Future said. It's better yeah. now. I feel like, yeah. yeah, it's been, I don't think it's over. It's been a hard year, but uh, yeah, just trying to keep busy, uh, producing, DJing, keeping it going. So yeah, for me this week, good vibes. Good vibes, that's what it's all about. Pev? Yo, yeah, man, same as. It's good vibes, been getting out a little bit. Done a couple of little gigs here and there, little live stream here and there. It's nice, sort of semi getting back to a little bit of normality, like maybe 5%. Um, but yeah, otherwise, it's been pretty cool. Uh, it's, it's a good, good day. Uh, I just want to point this one out while we start. Um, it's actually the, I think it was yesterday, it's the, it's the five year anniversary of What a Time to Be Alive, Drake and Future. Yep. So, yeah. Yo, Chris, I know, bro. No, it's mad at it. It's mad you at must it. be joking. I promise, mate, five years. No. no, serious. Five years, bro. It hasn't been five years. It's five years. I know, oh, it's mad no. at it. It feels like it came I'm out gonna yesterday. Say it. I feel old. I'm going to say it. I feel old. Wow. <clears throat> mate, I still remember when, uh, if you're reading this, it's too late came out and I was like standing on the playground like with the boys and they were like, oh my God, oh, yo, have no. you got the new Drake album? And I was like... Yo, listen, leave me and my iPod Nano to the corner, bro. Like, I have not downloaded that shit. Oh, my. But, yeah. Wow. But, otherwise, good. Are you doing, Wade? Yeah, good. I had some meetings. Uh, Businessman. That's, 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 yeah, meetings, because, yeah, I'm running things. No, uh, <laughs> I had a couple. Well, no, it's good. I mean, obviously, <laughs> sorry, not, not to name names, but it was with, we can say it's with a nightclub. A nightclub considering opening, or a late yeah, night venue, yeah. at least, you know, considering yeah, yeah. opening, uh, so... Exactly. Um, I've spoke to a few venues I already worked for. There's there's hope, but obviously things are a bit, uh, it's a bit muddy meh. at the moment. Yeah. So, and to clarify, you talk about uh, what a time to be alive, and if you're reading this, it's too late. Well, you might feel old because you was on the playground. I think I was DJing in nightclubs, shutting it down. So, oh. uh, this is the same problem I have with Joe. Every time I talk about an old tune, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, do you remember this Black Eyed Peas song?" And he's like, "Yeah, I remember when I bought it on vinyl and played it the first night." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, there's an age gap here." Yeah, well, big shouts to Joe. <laughs> yeah, big shouts to Joe Res- Jackson. Yeah, respect your elders. Uh, okay. <laughs> that was so sudden that's not this to joe that's me saying i'm old uh okay let's keep things moving otherwise we just talk rubbish uh should we do some news yes okay uh okay first story radio one they launched their radio one dance it streams 24 hours a day seven days a week on bbc sounds that launches from the 9th of october at 6 p.m chris this is like your your life yeah i literally saw this and was like this is such a good idea i was like this is brilliant you know with these uh 24 hour radios on youtube even on twitch now like yeah it's kind of a bit of a trend it's been around for a while but now it's i've seen you know you go on youtube a thousand plus viewers on on kind of not even major labels or artists or, or channels so this is brilliant and it's it just the future i think i mean it just makes sense it just makes so much sense like you know you're going for a workout you're going on a drive 
you want your music selected for you, you know it's 24 hours, it's easily accessible with BBC Sounds. Obviously, things like 5G make all these things like really easy. Like you can instantly, you know, access it. Uh, it's such a good idea. I'm sure there's more of this to come in in other genres as well and, and all kinds of uh, aspects of the business. So exciting stuff, I think. It's, um, it's very reminiscent of what Apple are doing with their... Yep. They're, they're like radio and they're different genres. Yeah. Obviously, BBC Radio One rolls out across the world, same same as Apple. Uh, Pav, thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, 24 hours, long time in the day. Is it just going to be like running tunes or is it going to be like an actual radio show style thing? Is it going to be one of those like looped tunes uh, kind of one? No, no, I think it's... Um, actual radio. Like 20 actual shows. I don't know how much... <laughs> That's hard, man. That's talk, a long time. Talking there, B. Uh, I don't know how much actual radio show compared to just playing and mixing songs nope. but obviously mm. they, they know that i don't mm. yes. i also say uh, how much i support this all the time but mr jam's saturday show the dance anthem mm. show and i've always said it's such a great show because even if you don't really like the electronic music his personality <coughs> and what he does for the show i think we've yeah. all actually spoke off podcast how much we yeah. like this show because it's just yeah we it's really, just the really kind it's of good. like contagious vibe like you can't fail to enjoy it so hopefully that goes over to this and then you know during the 24 hours on the saturdays he does his thing because that could be a great yep. thing i mean what that's just like a yeah. great thing to yeah no to have, speaking so. of did, did meet mr jam and can confirm he is a legend but also really really good dj like genuinely actually good shell down the dance he knows his music dance music and he can scratch like he's he, he did like an open format set at the uni and i was like yeah this guy's legit. Yeah. Like he's become, he does his thing. he's real. Mm. He also um, tweeted that he thought he might have coronavirus in oh, case yo. anyone of you didn't know. But positive news, he come back. Right, to be fair, that was positive was, news. <laughs> and it, well, it was negative for it. Oh, was it? Was yes, win. Yeah. We need to, which is good. We need so to defend Mr. Jam. Well. We need to defend Jazzy Jeff. We need to defend H. Let's put them all in one space. Cuba, you go there. Like we need all these people to not die because we need more good DJing. It's a thing. Well, Jazzy Jeff got coronavirus, didn't he? He got over it as well. Yes. Yeah, uh, oh, is he? Is he? Is he all right now? I say that. Like got I called like, him and I was like, "Yeah, Jazz, mate, how you doing, bud? You're all right." He got it back in like I think like March, April, like mm -hmm. early earlier in the year okay let's move on from coronavirus because that's depressing enough uh speaking of stuff that's depressing let's talk about cardi b divorcing offset <laughs> yo nah what, what a late sorry can, can you just appreciate the link i just did thank that's you that's great but that you know what good. i'm waiting for the i'm waiting for the album tunes that are about offset bro that's what i'm waiting for yeah because that fire because yeah. yeah. she's already dropped a couple on the last album she dropped a couple like there was a couple of slower tunes like slightly more acoustic yeah. And they were talking about like their relationship kind of thing, like a bit on a Drake one. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's a bit weird. Obviously, they've they've had their their trials and tribulations. Um, but I suppose they've got a um, a daughter together yeah, as well. Called, culture, yeah, with a K, um, okay, which is also a type of naan bread. But we move. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, do you know what though? Like, you know, we've all heard the song WAP. Like, yo, sorry, I mean, so can I just stop you? A, can I just a, stop you? Go on. Listen, what? I just want to apologize to everybody that I offended when I cussed the shit out of WAP because all I do now when I walk around my house, I just walk in place. I'm like, there's some whores in this. Uh, there's some. Whores. That's all I do when I walk anywhere now. It's such a problem. 
so this so that so it's grown on you the chat's oh, grown on so, you so so much it's i like now i'm like so, so basically I'm, what Pav's trying to say is he was wrong basically what i'm saying is i talk a lot of shit and generally don't face <laughs> the repercussions but i'm i'm putting myself out here now oh one day b young is gonna come for you trust me yeah it's just oh. a bit b young cardi b and fucking shift key all trying to beat the shit out of me <laughs> Well, uh, the thing is with the Cardi B divorcing offset thing is they've been together, what, three years, two, three years? Yeah. Um, I can't wait to hear Cardi B's tunes. I can't also wait to hear what um, Offset does because... I, uh, I think I think she's brought it on him and so Offset's a bit, is a bit soft about it. Do you know what I mean? I think he's like, I think he's in his feels a bit. Do you think Offset's going to come out with a like emotional Adele style love ballad off, or something? Off, Offset right. sitting there listening no. to uh, Pop Smoke mood swings like in a corner with some headphones on, <laughs> <laughs> crying. Mm. Um, well, it's, look, it's 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 sad to see him getting divorced, yeah. but you know. I mean, the thing is, are... obviously, Offset and Cardi set that little blueprint for the Migos, yeah, because Quavo's going out with Sweetie. So, yep. I mean, you know when they say like learn from your mistakes and like lightning doesn't strike strike twice but i think it might there well they're not married are they which is obviously uh positive if it does go wrong and secondly <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> well it's true they're not married it's it's all they've got to do is break up um and everyone forgets about takeoff takeoff is underrated no, I think okay. they forgot no, about no. takeoff. Is was there a third no, member? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I know that. He's got a lot of. Uh, I don't listen too much, but he's got a lot of solo tunes, right? He's I've got a lot of solo music stories. Yeah. Wasn't takeoff in jail playlist. first, like when they when they did like Versace and stuff. I have no clue. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're just hitting me. You're hitting me with facts. I don't. Yeah, know. yeah that, that's the thing. One of them was in jail, and I assume it's takeoff because nobody knows who the fuck he is. Uh, Joe, what takeoff has verses, obviously, on the Migo songs. And they're actually decent verses. It's just they're mm. obviously normally at the end. So people yeah. just forget about them. But it's... Uh, look, I rate Takeoff. Mi- Migos, uh, Migos are this generation's goats, in my opinion. I wouldn't go that far, but... Or, no, enough. this generation. What? Bro, they... they bur- Compared look to at, someone like Drake? Look at... No, like, as in, like, the last, like, four years or whatever. Arguably, I in, think, like, the rap scene, I don't Drake think, put uh, Migos on the map with Versace. The but remix, I don't think... Arguably. I don't yeah. think... Like Lil Baby, the Babe, all these guys that make that style of music, yeah. Like, I don't think any of them would make it if Migos didn't make it first. And uh, to be quite frank, Bad and Bougie, which was their breakout yeah, song, oh. which put them into a spotlight. Wait, no one actually knew about it until Childish Gambino shouted at the song at the Grammys. It's such a good song. In his, in his, uh, uh and speaking speech. of okay, Grammys, somebody yeah, pissed on theirs. Kanye West and his Twitter rant, uh, talking about better contracts for artists, pissing on a Grammy, and just in general being Kanye. Thoughts? I've been uh, enjoying Twitter, which is obviously where Kanye was like putting all this stuff, a lot recently. And I was so, it's so entertaining watching Kanye do all this. The uh, video, it's got like 10 million views or something when I looked a couple of nights ago, the video of him pissing on the Grammy. Um, It's iconic. You know, it's like a rock star moment, right? It's like a rock star moment. Do, do you agree? Like, it's quite an iconic level. I yeah. feel like it's going to be talked about, you know, in uh, sort of like popular culture or whatever for well, like a few years. Just, but I was just one thing, the last thing I was going to say um, Camel Fat, who are like, uh, I'm sure you, I mean, you, know, you both know Camel Fat. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we so, reviewed uh, him. Yeah. 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 Um, 
and they I was actually I follow them on Twitter and they actually started tweeting about their relationship with Sony at the same time oh. Kanye did um, you can find that as well and I saw some other artists in different genres um, yeah different countries which is important because obviously you've got to remember different countries like it's all the same kind of organisation mm. Sony ATV or whatever other artists uh, tweeting as well not as obviously direct as Kanye because Kanye Can- obviously does what Kanye does but yeah, I saw it in other arts as well. So interesting. Um, to clarify, the whole beginning of the Twitter rant with Kanye was about his contract and contracts in general for artists, his Def Jam contract, his Universal contract. Um, it, it's You can see he likes to overspend by the contracts with the advances, but uh, how bad the contracts are in, in, in layman's terms. So I'm a bit half and, and half here. As as a someone with a law degree from a red brick university, I'll point that out here. So I'm not just chatting shit about contracts. You know, did studying for three years. Just just want to <laughs> let people know first. I got the credentials. Lies. Um, <laughs> lies. I didn't study it. I passed the exams, but I didn't study it. It's the same thing. I got the degree. I got the certificate. My mom's happy. <laughs> um, Have what, what? What is your point? Like. A lot of these guys, though, just don't read their contracts. That's the big problem. No, it's not no. the contracts of... Okay, the contracts are still bad, but a lot of these people just don't read their contracts. I've been listening to a lot of Charlemagne talk about this, and he's like, it's all really good saying it, but he was like, Kanye West has re-signed like four times since like he's... Uh, what's it called? Like in his older years. So maybe if the first contract's shit, I can understand that like new artist or whatever like a lot of people sign shitty contracts at the beginning but like if you're like 35 and still signing a shitty contract which he did like semi on him well I, I, the thing i'd point out really is i think if you're an artist it's your first contract if a label is offering you a big amount in mm. advance and obviously what you're going to get in terms of royalties and x y and z it's most probably a bit like well this is the i ever make it because if I turn it down, I might not get this opportunity again. I, I And I completely get your point in that if you've re-signed three or four times, by mm. that point, you most probably have picked up a bit of steam, a bit more capital behind you, so you're financially a bit more secure. So surely you'd get a legitimate yeah. law firm to look over the contracts and pick out the suspicious things. I mean, the th- uh, but I, I, it's a two-way street. Yeah. I do think the, label, mm. the labels can sometimes screw the artist and vice versa. And I think this day and age... Being independent is actually a lot easier than what it was 10, 20 years ago. Yeah, I mean, Black mm-hmm. I've been like looking at a lot of this recently, obviously, especially because of the Kanye thing, because obviously our WhatsApp group was popping the other day when it came out. Um, I, I think it's a bit shit on the labels to start off with, because I know a lot of people sign pork first contracts. Yeah. Um, For a couple of reasons, I think right now, it shouldn't. I can understand what happened before because the only way to get big was a record label. But now it's, if anything, a lot of the time it's a hindrance. Like UK music, if you got a record label, you're getting like man's getting a diss track. Like you'll get cussed well, for having a record label. Sorry, second birth, second week. Uh, <laughs> you do, you get cussed <laughs> for having a record label, and everyone's like, "Yeah, I do this independent and all this and that." Like, look at AJ Tracy. Yeah, I don't think there's any shame in signing <coughs> to a record label, as yeah. as there is no 
shame in being independent. Um, I watched <coughs> this. This all ties in, by the way. In case you think mm. I'm just talking rubbish, I was watching the Russell Howard Hour uh, on the Sky. Shout out Russell Howard. Yeah, I'm waiting and for his, this. Um, <laughs> yeah, his guest was Lady Leisha, mm. and she was talking about being independent and why she's not signed to a label, and it was because they take away too much creative control and she mm. didn't she didn't want to relinquish that. Yeah. Um, and she had a meeting with a big American label that really wanted, they flew her out to New York apparently, and they said they just wanted her to release a diss track towards Nicki Minaj. Oh, wow. And they, was gonna, they wanted to sign her, she released a diss track, and she was like, why? I so don't I suppose, this person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So for her, it wasn't necessarily about money or, or X, Y, Z. It's the fact that she does music as a creative mm. thing, like most people do but she didn't want to give up the creative thing. So she said, I'll be independent. Uh, and, and look, I think there's power in being signed and there's power in being independent. No shame in either. Yeah. Um, like I do agree. I don't know if you guys saw uh, Kanye's tweets last night. Um, so he posted a thing about how there should be new rules and regulations for um, what's it called for uh, new contracts and stuff. Um mm. I didn't see there it. There was a lot but... of stuff. I'll send it in the WhatsApp group later. Um, but yeah, he's, he's talking a lot of stuff. Um, actually, I think a big thing with Kanye's situation is very... Um, n- it's far more nuanced than people think because, like he said, he owes a lot of money in advances still. Um, the, he, the record label still technically hasn't made their money, which I don't completely believe because I think it's Ireland who released, you know, Turn Me On, Kevin Little. Yeah. They still technically have not made their money back. So Kevin Little has never been paid from that song by the record label, which is absolute bollocks because it was was and still is the biggest song. Um yeah. so I'm not quite sure how that one works. Um but yeah, a lot of it a lot of it for him, I think, is trying to buy his masters back and get his masters back. Um yeah. which actually he could probably afford. No, he he tweeted that he can afford them. Yeah, like they won't they won't give him a price. That's the problem. Uh, okay, they won't tell him because a lot of I artists think, own their yeah. own masters. So like I uh, I recently watched uh, the Joe Rogan podcast and they had uh, the lead singer of Metallica on there, whose name completely evades me. But you're a legend, um, and he was talking about it, and he was like, it, they've gone to the point now. So a lot of uh, rock artists now. He was like, we're independent, but in Europe, obviously they're American. He's like, in Europe, we have record labels who just distribute because we physically can't do it in like England and Sweden and everywhere. Sorry, can I just uh, interject the lead singer of Metallica's name is James Hetfield. He's an absolute G. He was like one of the best conversations like I've ever heard. Um, They actually now, along with a lot of other uh, artists, they own their own pressing company so they press their own music like they press their own vinyl they've got a factory in germany like that's like the next level of owning your masters man i think that's what kanye is trying to get to but yeah because he but he basically cornered them the merch mm. um side of touring and and, and artist merch because yeah. that i feel like pablo merch was everywhere including foot asylum it still is so it's, is every, it I, I see it all the time the other one is with Kanye, did everyone see that tweet where he said he's the he's like the new head of Adidas? Yeah, he yeah, said he's the head that. of Adidas. He said that Puma's designs are trash and he was oh, redesigning no. for free. 
Why is he cussing pumas yeah. for, man? You know what the worst thing is? So I've got a couple of pairs of pumas because I actually rate them. Uh, uh, they're, I, I'm pretty certain they're owned by the same company yeah. as Eddie there. Yeah, they're like really comfy. The biggest problem I had with a lot of them, which is why I didn't buy them, is because I think they look like Yeezy 700s and I think they look like shit. Well, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, uh, so he tweeted about that and then he later on apologised about tweeting about that, saying, I'm really sorry, they're not trash, basically. Um, I just don't like them, in a nutshell. Uh, so Kanye is on his Twitter rant, yeah. which I don't think is a bad thing because for once he's tweeting about stuff that, you know, Matters. is that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, moving on. Last thing in the news today. TikTok, it does, it says it might be getting banned, but obviously, as we were recording this, the day previous to it, uh, they extended the ban. So it actually comes in from Sunday, but they extended it because Walmart and Oracle are in the process of buying it, which are both two big American companies, if you didn't what know. What do Oracle uh, own? Because the name really rings a bell. I think they're a in. I don't know. Oh, they've got a sailing. They've got a sailing team. That's why I know them. That sounds really well, bad. They, like I like watch sailing on a reg. Like yeah, boy. Sorry, can't go out today. I'm watching the rowing. Well, uh, I know Oracle because the Golden State Warriors, my basketball team, mm, play don't talk in about the, basketball you, to me, mate. It's dead to me now. Used to play in the Oracle Arena. It's dead to me now. Now that now that I'm out. Well. Yeah, the bucks suck. Um, <laughs> they need to. They need to get some help for Yanis. Yes. But this is a this is a music podcast. Unfortunately, not a basketball one. I'm on a different podcast for that. I'm not. But you know, shout out to anyone that wants okay. me on there. Uh, so the thoughts on if TikTok does get banned or if it actually gets saved, Chris. Yeah, it's a. It doesn't just doesn't sit right in terms of like just fundamentally doesn't sit right because it's. it's is it? I mean, I've not really done too much research on it, but it's basically censorship, right? I mean, the the uh, the Trump's well, it, administration so, is censoring Chinese yeah, so basic, company basically, media. It's owned by a Chinese company that also own WeChat, and Trump yeah. is basically banning downloads of it. So if you've already got it, you could use it, but you would n- no longer get any future updates or be able to download it. Yeah, so basically but, phase it, same as phasing it out. Yeah, basically yeah. phasing it out, so... Yeah, it just doesn't see. I mean, I mean, you know, America is supposed to be a democracy. It just sounds very, yeah, like unsettling. Like it sounds like censorship. Um, it's not something I think we need. I mean, I know we're not American, but you know, it's just it just it just doesn't sit right with me. Okay, well, that yeah sums up the news today. Oh wait, no, I'll go in on TikTok. Sorry, <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go in on TikTok. Oh, Let me go in I'll on go TikTok. On, Let me go in on TikTok. Have. So I have two completely contrasting feelings and opinions on this TikTok thing. Um, one is for the greater good of mankind and the other one is for me personally. So I'm very, very torn right now. So, I mean, from a greater world perspective, I'm like, ah, oh. like, it's just a bit shitty for like competition and like, you know, competition and market, like saying, oh, well, you can only... Uh, trade here if you're owned by an american company like it's kind of like fundamentally wrong and to be honest might be a little bit i think if anybody else had said it it would have been illegal it's just because america are saying it so no one's saying anything um because mm. everyone's trying to lick ass um because i don't think that is legal like and also it's just really not fair saying basically saying well, well chinese companies you can't really uh trade here um 
even if it was owned well, by anyone just, else. Just, just to clarify, they're not banning all Chinese companies, just the just, just But that's the effectively that what owns, they're saying. They're saying, right, it. if you're making a lot of money here and people are so pop... Like, they couldn't kill TikTok without banning it. Like, they couldn't... TikTok couldn't stop being cool kind of thing. Do you get what I mean? Can I... Can I yeah, yeah, I'll just interject because obviously I've got facts about this. So, between Walmart... It, Basically, Microsoft, Oracle, and Walmart were all in the running to purchase TikTok. Yeah. Um, Microsoft said, we're out, we don't want to. And Walmart and Oracle have said, we'll buy it together. Um, it would still be owned by the company that owned uh, the Chinese company, but um, Oracle and Walmart will operate it in terms of like America. And yeah, I mean, assuming See, that's, just, with, yeah, like, that's just really not fair. Like that. That's just so that's such a shitty thing to but, do. You say <clears> that, but that company could be going, bloody hell, we sell this for billions and billions. We, we don't mind because <laughs> they're not selling the majority stake. <clears throat> yeah, it's just that that don't sit right for me on like a business. It's like me saying, it's like me starting a big business and then, like, like I said, like literally, same thing. Like you go to a different region, they're like, oh, we can only operate. It's a bit gangster. Like I've been, it's politics. It's it's yeah. It's very it's, it's yeah. It's very pol. Like I've been rewatching Peaky Blinders like the last couple of days, and it's proper like when they go into the racetracks and they're like, "Well, you can come here if you give us the thirty percent first, and then you can fucking carry on." A uh, bit harsh. The second read, so that's why I'm like, this is wrong. However, recently I've been like, might have to jump on TikTok because it is just still popping, and I don't want to do that. So I'm hoping that it gets semi gets banned. Well, TikTok, regardless of whether it gets banned in the US or not, won't. It's not banned over here. Oh yeah, but, but it just but, means there'd be but less. Boris you, is throat deep on Donald, mate. So that's a hundred percent going to happen. If they ban it, we'll ban it. I uh, I don't think so because there's no talk of it. It's to be honest. I think we're just trying to deal with coronavirus. We're like we're like the internet explorer of the world right now. I feel like America's dealing with everything very differently and TikTok is obviously high on their political agenda to ban or It's because not the elections are coming up. That's why. They're, they're, yeah, they're like, I've, I've, the elections in November, I think theirs are, but I don't know if they've been pushed back or not. Uh, no, they've not been pushed back, no. Yeah, so th that's going to be a madness theirs is. Well, if anyone's American and listening to this, vote. Yeah. Register to vote and then vote. Okay, right, that is the end of the news. Shall we uh, move on? Because we've got loads of tracks to review today. Yeah, let's go, let's go. Okay, as always, do not forget you can find all the tracks we talk about and discuss in our reviews on our Spotify playlist, which is curated by myself every week. It gets done on a Sunday, yeah. so if you want to get really, really, you know, ahead of the curve, get on there Sunday night and you'll, you'd have heard them before Chris and Pavel. Oh, absolutely, uh, 100%. And hopefully, Chris Wade's put all the songs in there this week so I don't look like a cunt when you've got one song and then we're all sitting there like, oh yeah, I've not heard that song. Sorry, Wade. Well, you get the notes. <laughs> check, check. I did this have week. I was so if, anal with if, it. It was unreal. If there's one you don't know, it's not in the playlist. I always forgot to do it. No, they're all in there. Um, also, don't forget, you can also check out uh, all the songs on our YouTube playlist. I think. Mm -hmm. Is that a yes, Chris? Yeah, yeah. every week you can always uh, Spotify okay. or YouTube. You can always check out yeah. all the songs on there. And to search for us on Spotify or YouTube, it is No Drinks in the Booth. The playlist is called The Same Thing. Okay, let's start with the tracks. Big Boy collaboration from one of my 
well, the featured artist as well, my favourite artist. Uh, the track is Holy. It's Justin Bieber featuring Chance the Rapper. Chris? Yeah, I didn't go crazy about this one. Don't know. You, do, you do or you, you do or you don't? I, I, no, I didn't go crazy. Oh, okay. Um, okay. It's very strange seeing like Justin Bieber in like the pop star, like flexing thing, chains or whatever. And then now he's gone to this Holy track more like emotional and like a bit deeper and it I don't know it didn't really come across that well to me um so big shouts to Justin Bieber and also Chance the Rapper especially but yeah it didn't, didn't really quite connect with me this one so I'm gonna have to go with uh, two out of five drinks for me fair enough Tav um also felt kind of the same it just didn't sound right I was just listening to it like, yeah that's it, it didn't I sound just, right it just felt like you know what like JB had the comeback of comebacks yeah when he released Where Are You Now with Skrillex and Diplo, like, and he was on such an upward trajectory with that, like, electronic sound of music. I thought he was perfect for that. And mm-hmm. everything he's released after, I'm like, like, it's, it feels a bit disingenuous because he's like, he was like that typical pop kid, like, whatever, baby, all this kind of shit. And then, like, when he became an adult, he dropped all this proper dance music, like, proper adult music. And you're like, yeah, this is it. And it feels like he's like going back to it because he's like, oh, well, I've made my money from that. So I don't need that anymore. Um, this song was going to be a two. And then I heard the beat drop, like the, the drums and the drums just sounded a bit tight. So I had to give it a three out of five because that snare was doing it for me. I can't lie. Okay. Uh, Holy, Justin Bieber featuring Chance the Rapper. Uh, I don't mind it. I actually quite like it. Obviously, I, I really like Chance the Rapper when he raps, when he sings, his whole voice. Like, I'm a huge Chance fan. I've been for years. Uh, I don't mind it because I know for a fact Justin Bieber's actually a really religious guy. Like, by seeing documentaries and tattoos and ex- when he spoke about stuff. Uh, I like the fact that it's most probably not like Where Are You Now and all that because that music has great as i thought it was is pointless today because you know clubs festivals the places it gets played would uh ain't open uh i like it it gets a three from me it's not the best but it gets a three because chances on it otherwise it got a two okay moving on m huncho and nave smalls they've got a brand new track it's called 5am pav uh- yeah, this isn't me. Like, this is not my style of hip hop. This is like the was it was a young boy last week. This is like that style of hip hop for me, but the English version. It's got two because I was like, it is okay. Like, it's not. I don't absolutely hate it. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just not me. Just not me. So yeah, two. Chris. Yeah, uh, it kind of sounded how I expected it to sound. Mm. I love M Huncho's like look and his like brand with the mask <laughs> and all that kind of thing. With the track, I saw the names and the video. It's just kind of what I expected. I'm going to give it uh, two out of five drinks. Can you, can you tell me. me this, please, Chris? You're like, oh, actually, no, well, obviously, Wade, you play hip hop as well. With M. Huncho, I can't yeah. mm. differentiate any of his songs. For me, it sounds like he made one song and then used, and he's still using like the offcuts from that one Logic project. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> I can see what you're to saying. To an extent, yeah, obviously yeah, not, obviously yeah. not that extreme, but it just feels like it's the same song, just slightly redone. It's 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 the singing rapping thing, and and someone like Drake mm. does it very well. And then there's not too much variation in what M Huncho does. The image mm. is is great. I did a gig with him in terms of the singing. A couple of years ago, not, Freshers. It, it, yeah, it's just not uh, quite there. 
Sorry, sorry, Chris, what did you give it? Because uh, two my, out of five um, drinks. Two out of five drinks. <laughs> my my uh, beats just went silent. Oh god, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so t- I, I, I come back in on you played hip, you play hip hop, don't you? I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. like I knew what was happening. <laughs> yeah, two out of five uh, drinks for me. Okay, uh, <laughs> five a.m. M. Huncho and Nave Swills. I like it. Um, it gets a three because I don't know. It just does. It was close to a four. Mm. It was closer to a four than it was a three. I like Nave Smalls. Uh, M Huncho. Like it sounds stupid, but I saw M Huncho. It sounds exactly mm. like what you'd think. So it gets a three. It's good, but yeah, it's just missing. He's, he's a very. If a you like three. it, you like everything, and if you don't like it, you like yeah. nothing. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. Okay, moving on. Uh, two twenty kid and JC Stewart. The track is called Too Many Nights. Chris. Uh, two twenty quid's last record. I know this. I know where we're not talking about it now, but his last record loved it. Um, <laughs> uh, I can't. It's the swipe. They call it the swipe right, swipe left song, but I can't remember the name of it. I don't know if anyone wants to remind me, but the, the, I can't remember the name of the record. But it, it did really well, and it was with a singer called Gracie, and she's great. Uh, so I actually really love that tune. Um, and this one's good. It's it's like just kind uh, of commercial house. Oh, go on, Wade. It's called Don't Need Love. Don't Need Love. That's it. It was on the tip of my tongue. Um, yeah, Don't Need Love. Love that record. Uh, this one, it's like commercial house kind of pop record. I think it does the job. So three out of, uh, three out of five drinks for me. Pev? Uh, yeah, kind of the same sort of. It was all right. It wasn't shit. It wasn't great. So I gave it a three. Yeah, I think, I think that might be the general consensus because... Too Many Nights, 220 Kid and JC Stewart gets a three from me as well. Uh, it's not as good as Don't Need Love. Yep. Uh, I wished it was better than Don't Need Love or on par. It just yeah. it's just falls under. Hopefully, the next track will be bigger and better. Mm. But yeah, it's good. There's nothing mm. wrong with it. It's just not as good. Mm. That Don't Need Love was, I, a, was a cut above the rest. Like and it, yeah. it was reflected in how well it did with it. Obviously, it was promoted. I think it's on a, a label of, of some kind, but <coughs> it just did really well that song. So it's a tough act to follow. I think. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully, because when I saw the name, I thought, "Oh, don't need love." This could be a banger. Mm. I listened to it, and it, and it, it was, it's a good song, mm. but "Don't Need Love" is a great song. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that that's the difference. Okay, moving on. No stress by Wizkid. Pav. It was a three. Because I was like slightly vibey and then halfway through he starts dropping that, you know, that tune One Thing by uh, Amelie or whatever her name is. Yeah. He dropped that flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, dropped, he, dropped, he dropped that flow like for like four lines. And I was like, yep, four. Because I just love that song. And he did it quite well. <laughs> okay. Chris? Yeah, it's a good vibe. Beat is wicked. Wizkid's cool. Mm. Uh, big fan. So uh, I'll give it a three out of five. Three out of five drinks for me on No Stress. Okay, no stress, whiz kid. It gets a four out of five from me. Um, I really like yeah what Pav said about the one thing stuff. Uh, and I like whiz kid. His stuff is consistent. He's good. He's just as good, a, isn't he? It's, yeah, he's good. It, like he he knows how to put out consistently good records, and that's why this gets a four because it is again consistently good. Okay, moving on. Tracks called Purpose by Potter Paper. Pav, um, that's a lot of P's to just say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this is a three out of five for me. Um, it was all right. I'm not a huge pot paper fan, um, but it was nice. Yeah, he, he had some good bars. Like beat was all right. Um, maybe I wasn't in the right mood to listen to it. If I, I felt it was a lot more chill than 
what I was expecting. So yeah, but three out of five. Chris? Yeah, it's like that kind of deep rap thing. Uh, it just didn't really hit home with me. If I want to listen to something like really like emotional, deep, like lyrics. Don't, with, say, like, Drake. Really Don't strong, say Drake. Don't say Drake. Not Drake, obviously <laughs> not Drake for this one. It's going to be J. Cole or, or mm-hmm. uh, Kendrick or something like that. Um, so it's going to be a two out of five for me for Purpose. Okay. Uh, I gave Purpose by Potter Paper a four because I like that deep emotional rap. And it's very rare we get deep emotional rap by UK artists. It just feels like the only one that does it is J. Cole and um, uh, Kendrick and more the American side. So. I was just trying to think of any artists that really nail that. Like uh, The only one that springs to mind is Lil Kana. I'm not sure if you listen yeah, to much yeah, of Lil Kana. Yeah, 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 but he's the only one that yeah. really nails that. I, I'm, I can't actually think of any off the top of my head. I might be missing someone, so sorry if I am. No. Not. Uh, I think Octavian's quite good at doing some hmm. stuff like that, uh, but his stuff is less hip hoppy and more sort of, he does all different stuff. Shout out hmm. Octavian. Uh, yeah, it gets a four. I like it. Emotional rap works for me. Okay, m- moving away from emotional rap, track's called Money Mouth. It is a heavyweight collaboration of, of Tiger, Sweetie <coughs> and YG. Chris? Yeah, you feel pretty hyped when you listen to this and it's kind of what Tiger does best, right? Kind of strip club music. Um, you know, just flexing, throwing your money around, and uh, yeah, it gets you quite hyped. So I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three out of five. Three out of five drinks for me. Have- I'm gonna give it a three out of five because the beat was hard. Yeah, but I'm surprised nobody else has said this yet. Like, did anybody actually listen to the bars? He dropped a mad bar, yeah, and I heard it, and I was like, "Are you allowed to say that anymore?" So he dropped in. Like it was about uh, 55 seconds in, dropped. I need a fat ass, it's a black thing. Got a Chinese bitch, it's a lingling. And I heard that and I literally yeah, just wrote, sure I, about that. I wrote Tiger is cancelled and I actually didn't write down a, a, like a rating out of five because I was just, I, I promise I rewinded, I had to make sure he said it. And so I listened to that 10, 15 second segment about 20 times and I was like, has he just said that? Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. That is uh, not okay, really, if you think about it. Yeah. Like, the only way it would have been worse is he was like, oh, I got a Chinese thing called a chow mein or something. Like, there's no way. I don't think it can be better. Like, that was just, that was a poor choice. But maybe that's like a, that, I mean, it might be. It might be like a little US-UK cultural divide because I know there's a lot more like Chinese and a, that style of Asian in America. But I can't imagine that that's any better there. I'm, yeah, only, I'm just yeah, trying to. Def- not okay. I'm trying to find a way to defend him, but I just don't no, think I can. I don't. Think, I just think that's not okay, to be honest. <laughs> that's a bit. Uh, what What did you give it out of five? Uh, I, I I gave it a three, but like it's a it's a solemn. Without that ten seconds, it's a three. <laughs> that was a bit. <laughs> even for someone as controversial as me, even I was like, "Well, oh, that's a bit mad, isn't it?" Yeah, if it shocks Pav, then uh, it's serious. I was pr- yeah, I was proper I, well, laughing for like a good ten minutes. <laughs> it was still funny. <laughs> I literally, yeah, I, I gave it a three, <laughs> bar that line. Did you because, pick up on it as well? Oh, yeah, I, I did pick up on it. And I, I, I thought, uh, I don't know, it's is that like, it's, yeah, a bit, it's, a, it's weird because it's borderline. Nah, do you know why it's not though? Because like now, the, no, the phrase, not, like no, using the right, phrase, no. oh, um, does anybody want to order a chinky has now become not a thing. It's not allowed. So I don't think calling it a Chinese girl lingling is allowed either. 
Nah, it's all nah, bad. Okay, well, if I can't order yeah, a chinky, like, you can't like find a Chinese bitch called Ling Ling. Like, I just, it's just kind of quite. It, it just, it the, just can't be said. Oh no, the only thing I say is, is Ling Ling like a actual Chinese name? Yeah, like, yeah, it is. But it's like one of those t- typical ones where, like, oh yeah, what, what. Like, what do you call a Chinese guy with a problem? Something Wong and shit like that. It's all like, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like okay. dad banter in it, like from the 1970s. Tiger's cancelled. Well, uh, yeah. He most probably won't be. I was going to say, it's, it's proper strip club music. I actually didn't mind the track bar, yeah. that line. I like YG. Chinese strippers That's are going like to make it. a killing out of it, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet they're like, actually, Chinese bitch let's get our money. And she just walks out sliding down the pole. <laughs> <laughs> What strip clubs do you go to? Okay, next, <laughs> moving on. Uh, the track is called Nothing For Free by The Mighty Pendulum. Chris? Yeah. Um, big fan of Pendulum from uh, back in the day. Uh, I know you listen to your podcast, but you can, if you're on YouTube, you can see what I'm holding up here. Here we go, Pendulum live in my hand at Brixton Academy from 2009. The DVD. Do you remember DVDs? Uh, DVDs they are still a thing and uh, I'm honest still a thing but still um, yeah live at Brixton Academy 2009 DVD and CD I was a big fan back in the day Watercolour what an absolute record and yeah I was mm-hmm. pretty excited to see them come back and uh, I think the record's great like love it um, yeah it's going to be a uh, good four out of five uh, drinks for me Pav um, yeah it was decent um I probably don't feel as strongly as uh, Chris on it, but I did like it. It was a nice song. Uh, three out of five. Um, I feel like Chris has got some emotional attachment, clearly. <laughs> My youth, mate. My youth. Yeah, what was it? 2009? When I was like 11, 12, something like that. Oh, mate, you're showing your age, yeah? Oh, come on. So what year did you say it was? 2009? Uh, this this uh, DVD is 2009. They did Brixton Academy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pendulum, nothing for free. It gets four drinks from me. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Pendulum. Mm. Have been for years. I got into them when I was at college studying music. Uh, mm. One of my friends introduced me to their music, and I was never a big fan of drum and bass pre Pendulum. Yep. Her Pendulum loved it, and then I used to go to this gig with one of my friends, and and he was a warm up DJ and the main DJ. Uh, used to just blast out about an hour and a half of drum and bass like, <laughs> in, the, in the middle of the night. And my, he literally played Pendulum, 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 another track, Pendulum, Pendulum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was quality. I loved it. Um, it gets four. I'm really excited to see what else they release. Yeah. I actually, very excited. Okay, moving on from one dance heavyweight to a newer dance heavyweight. James Hype features Harley on the vocals. The track is called Afraid. Chris. Massive fan of James Hype. Everything he does. Amazing DJ. I love his work ethic, absolutely all over it. Love it. And this track's good. The only thing I'd say is, and I wasn't even aware of this, is I looked in the comments of the track and you can see this, from his kind of fan base, there's a lot of kind of uh, confusion because the track that was teased for like months and months, you know, he's, he's very good with his, he's got a big yeah. live streaming following. He does yeah. like lots of social media stuff. He's got a great community around him and his music. The, these people were shocked when the track came out because it's not what they were promised it's like a different track i'm not sure if that was intentional or what's happened there or maybe there was big maybe. confusion um but you can look in the comments there's a quite a few people um he's got quite loyal fans so i'm um, not sure what happened there but maybe uh, it's like a vrp mix that ain't out yet yeah could be it could be a vrp mix um 
who knows but uh, yeah so uh, great stuff from James Hyatt big up James Hyatt uh, I'll give it three out of five drinks for me Pav um, yeah I feel like maybe James Hype's feeling a bit left out like Nathan Dawes doing bits like Joel Corey's doing bits and then James Hype's like bracket. he's like he's like he's like the forgotten brother of those three any at the moment a little bit um, obviously he has been killing it with the live streams um, mm. technically one of the best DJs just ever like especially yep. England like He's really mm-hmm. good. Um, I have. It, it would. I get. It, I don't think the song quite sat with me. Maybe I'm mm. accustomed to a different sound when I think James hype. Um, because I do listen to a lot of the DJ remixes. It's a lot more and fluffy, stuff. isn't it? It's very. Fluffy. It was very very commercial, and I was mm. like, this doesn't sound like James hype. Like even when he has had mm. commercial songs like More Than Friends, that wasn't fluffy. That was still like. That was a dance tune that got commercial because it was popular. Um, mm. So yeah, I gave it a three still because I still think it's a cool song, but I think maybe he's released it because he's thinking, yo, like light is climbing the charts and that I need to give him some competition. Mm, yeah, it's for that kind of bracket. Yeah, that's what it felt it out. like. It's not, it, he's doing it for that reason, like, perhaps. Those artists, I, I custom to that kind of sound. Mm, not yeah. James Hype's almost that slightly more authentic one, if you know what I mean. He's that guy. But yeah. yeah, still three out of five. It's still a cool tune. Okay. I gave Afraid by James Hype featuring Harley. I gave it four. Um, and I'll tell you why I gave it four is because this, I think the track is good, but he always releases like a VIP mm. of the track, yeah. which in my opinion is normally more like club yeah. orientated. Like the More Than Friends VIP, uh, I loved. I played it till its death. Um I like it. I, I do think it's good. Yeah, you're right. It it doesn't sound like the James hype we sort of know and love, but I, I'm going to expect that from the VIP. Mm. But mm. if the clubs are open, I would mostly have to play this at loads of my gigs. So I don't see why it's above average for me. And that's why it gets a four. Okay, moving on. The track is called Hot Stuff. It's by Kygo and Donna Summers. Who wants to go? I've got quite strong opinions on this track, but you, on, you hold then. I'll go first. Um, because oh, I don't okay. have too big of an opinion on it. Um, I listened to it. I know Kygo is kind of the king of like reviving old songs, any like mm. what? Uh, just high love, weren't high it? love. Um, and and the, what was the last one? Uh, What's love got to do with it? That was good. I actually really liked that song. Um, this one, it was okay. It didn't quite have that electronic sound that I'm accustomed to with Kygo. So it's a bit weird because I know a lot of the time we talk about, oh, artists only make one type of song. But I feel like at the moment, especially with the James Hype one, we're almost like, oh, but don't do anything else because, because we don't like that. That's not that's not nice. Um, but yeah, it was still a cool song. It's still a good song. The beat's nice. I, I gave it a three out of five um, because I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Um, and I really did l- like what stuff got to do with it. So yeah, Chris, Chris, yeah, it's um, it's cool. It's all right. It's just all right, isn't uh, it? Yeah, I've just uh, yeah. You kind I've, of can't complain, but you can't I, argue I, with it. Like you're like, yeah, my yeah. mum will listen to this. Yeah, it's just. Uh, I think it's interesting doing the whole. What was it? What's love got to do? Which mm. is Tina Turner. That was really good. Yeah, uh, it, that was cool because it was like a revival mm. and, and he's done that once now we've done it twice now. twice twice oh, is high it, is love. it high love i forgot about that one so this is the third time um 
He kind of yeah. flopped this one, didn't he? Compared yeah, to it's the nice other two. to see um, originality in uh, electronic music. Uh, I, I, I'm going to give this one. I'm going to give this one two and two out of five drinks for me. Okay, the track, hot stuff, cargo, and Donna Summers. Uh, I gave it a one. Oh, mm. I'm not surprised, really. No, no, like Higher Love was very well done. I think it was very classy the way it paid. Uh, tribute to Whitney Houston and it was just very very well made mm -hmm. the Tina Turner what's love got to do with it I don't think was as good as Higher Love but was still mm. good and sounded like an original it didn't sound like it was just the original track of what's mm. love got to do with it it sounded different uh, this just sounds like he's put a it sounds like a DJ edit not a original yeah release. like he downloaded it from Hype that Edit <laughs> Well, not, not that. Yeah, like he's he's done like put some better drums under it, remastered the vocal a bit, and gone. That's my song. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. It just it it just feels very like lazy. Mm. Uh, I get the formula, which is take an old song and spruce it up and put it out as you know a collaboration with that artist. But you know, hot stuff. Donna Summers, the original track's fine, mm. uh, and this doesn't beat the original. Uh, so yeah, one. I think the Whitney Houston higher love one. Doesn't obviously beat Whitney Houston's original and the Tina Turner it's, one. They're great alternatives. But they're great alternatives. This one, you'd sort of go, Meh. this just feels like he's done it to get played on Capital in the daytime. Mm. So it sucks. So it gets one. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. I'm not the only <laughs> hater, guys. Just remember this moment. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll just go for people that won't tweet me there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can't go, don't care. Right? Yeah. right, moving on. The track is called See Nobody. Uh, it's by Wes Nelson, who you might recognise the name, you might not. He's from Love Island. And it features Hardy Caprio. Pav? Um, it's a bit of a running trend this week. Um, I think this week's a very, very average release week. I uh, don't know how everybody else feels. I've got a lot of threes. This is another three. My three is uh, don't hate it, don't love it, average probably wouldn't turn it off but i'm not searching for it on spotify it's just okay and i really love hardy Fair caprio as well he's like Gen i actually think he in this whole like afro swing thing he might be my favorite rapper but this wasn't it for me mm. three out of five still all right chris yeah i was like oh this name is familiar from somewhere and his mm. profile picture i've recognized this guy from somewhere i have no idea where and, he, and the tracks that i play him and I was like, oh, this is a bit of a vibe. And I was like, oh my God, it's, it's Wes from Love Island. Like, oh my. Yeah. And, but then I was, I sat there and I was like, wow, like there's actually a bit of like a flow here and like, and a bit of a vibe and like the video's cool. Like he's sort of like really like performing well in the video. Like he's kind of, you know, connecting through the video. And yeah, as I said, like the bars are cool and the, and the flow's really good. So I was actually like really surprised by it. Um, and obviously Hardy Caprio are really good as well. So because I was so shocked at, I'm going to speak completely honestly, like a reality star doing something musical, I was like so shocked by it. I'm going to give it a four out of five drinks for me. Okay. See Nobody by Wes Nelson featuring Hardy Caprio. Uh, I'm between like a three and a four. I don't want to give halves because I always moan about you giving halves. <laughs> so, <laughs> I Wait, I you're allowed to it. give a half. It's okay. I would I would give it a three and a half because when I saw who it was, when I saw it was Wes Nelson from Love Island, I thought, oh, you know, is mm. this going to be sort of like a bit of a 
flash in the pan like, you know one of them they're trying to capitalize off the fame obviously saw hardy caprio on it who i i really like um obviously gives him a bit of credibility as well uh putting hardy on it um and i listened to it and i was actually like this is better than what i thought it'd be yep uh production wise solid bars pretty solid hardy caprio delivers wes delivers but like yeah he delivers it's not for me quite there as a four but it is better than a three so that's why it gets three and a half um if this is the type of quality that wes is going to put out in songs carry on doing them because they'll only get better as you get more into it i think because i'm i'm actually impressed uh i don't know what everyone else sort of thinks but i'm impressed yeah, I'm impressed, yeah. um it doesn't it doesn't feel like a love island star has gone on and done it it just feels like a new artist. So mm-hmm. fingers crossed he's got some material that uh, keeps pushing the bar. Okay, moving on. The track is called Put It On Me. It's by Holy Goof and Notion. It features Mila Falls on the vocals. Chris? Yeah, uh, back when like my sound was more baseline, producing baseline with uh, Gorilla Culture. Um, obviously, I kind of Holy Goof was like a big inspiration. He was like pushing the whole movement forward. And part of like why me and... Um, my friend Ollie got into the whole baseline thing because of Holy Goof. Um, we love to see it. Kind of inspired what we did. But the thing I found with some of the this kind of uh, part of electronic music, it's it's kind of lost. It's kind of like UK uh, thing. It's it's beyond UK raves now and that UK sound, and it's becoming very heavy, like too heavy. And this track kind of fell into that category for me. So massive shout out to Holy Goof because he's put some absolute records out. Um, it's going to be a three out of five drinks for me for this one. Oh, it was a four for me, mate. I loved it. I thought it was mm. uh, uh, maybe obviously you obviously have a better baseline knowledge than me, but I heard the drop and I was like, yeah, like this. Simple as. Only reason it was, mm. it was a three until it dropped. Yeah, I uh, so the track put it on me. Holy goof and notion featuring me. The thoughts on vocals. Uh, I I agree with Pev. Uh, I'm not big in the baseline world the the person that introduced me to the baseline world was was chris really where <laughs> <laughs> when he was doing his griticulture stuff and was sending it to me and i'd play it at like my gigs yeah. that i could play at, uh and i got into it a bit more but i'm nowhere near as deep as you are chris uh i really like it four four is solid i could imagine you know playing that main room crowd going nuts yeah four solid four as well okay Track is called Unknown Number. It is by Belly Squad. Pav, thoughts? So it's a three out of five because, again, I thought it was an average tune. I don't think there's anything good or bad, but I just have to talk about one thing about this song. It's about a lot of songs and it's a problem. It's a pandemic we are having in music right now. Can people stop using the four bar repeat? You know, the dun, 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 and then dropping. That's Pharrell's thing. Can we stop? Leave the goat alone. Pharrell is the goat. No one's thinking, oh yeah, this Belly Squad song's like produced by Pharrell. We know it's not. Stop it. Like Jay Huss has been doing it and it was semi-passable because he's lit and because J5 is a G. But can we just leave Pharrell alone, man? Like let the goats be the goats, man. But yeah, three out of five, (laughs) otherwise though, the song's all right. (laughs) Thanks for your impromptu rant. Chris. (laughs) Um, yeah, uh, I really liked it. I think Benny's called a call. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really, uh, really vibey. So four out of five drinks for me. 
enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sort of on Chris's vibe. I, I gave it a four out of five because um, I think at the moment, just songs when I listen to them, and if I like them, of a few and far between that we review, <laughs> that a lot of them are average, or I really like them, or I really loathe them. But this is one of them I listened to. I was like, oh, I quite dig this. Like I'd play it. I like listening to it. Yeah, it's better than it, it is above the average bar for me. Uh, and it's a four. I like Betty Squad as well. To be to be fair. Okay, moving on. This track's been getting around. The one we're going to talk about. It's called More Life. It's by Torrum Foot. It features Tiny Temper and L Divine on the track. Chris. Yeah. Good. Uh, another one with Tiny Temper. I thought Tiny Temper was kind of going down the like UK more hip hop route. Like he's kind of come back to that. Maybe he did a track with notes and he kind of tried to get, and now he's gone back to kind of dance and house, which is like really interesting. I'm not sure what's going on there. I guess that he's probably earned like plenty of money yeah. since uh, pass out uh, back in the day. So I guess he might just be picking and choosing what he's doing. Um, but I thought if you wanted to kind of have a revival and be kind of credible in kind of the UK kind of like London sort of circuit, for want of a better word, I thought it's, it's an interesting choice uh, artistically, but the track was good. So I'll give it a three out of five for me. Three out of five drinks. Pav? Yeah, I mean, tiny, man. It was like the, uh, as with Chris, the, the soundtrack of our childhood. Mm. Pass Out, Wonder Man, like written in the stars. Frisky. Fris- oh, Frisky. Like the the guy's just good. Um, I just wanted to point that out because uh, I kind of disagree with you a little bit there, Chris. You know, we're talking about... Mm maybe he's trying to make a revival into rap and stuff. I think he just did that for sort of the shits and giggles because he had a couple of tunes. Um, I think he's doing Mm. exactly what all goats should do and just make sure you release a couple of tunes a year that you can play in the festival and they sound good so you're not playing the 2009 set. And Mm. that's exactly what he's done here. It's perfect. It's a bit like girls like, like, Good song. I mean, that was number one. So it was a bit more than a good song. Big record. Big record. And that's all he needs to do because he is, for me, in terms of this new UK rap scene, he's the GOAT. He's made the most money and he's the biggest hits and the most number Mm. ones. Um, Mm. This song was um, a five out of five for me because it's just just everything I want in a tune. The beat was hard. Mm. Nice little sample in there, which we've already spoken about off air. But yeah, nice little sample. Um, good verse it really remind it reminded me of old tiny it gives me that little bit girls like vibe gives me a little bit of that miami to ibiza vibe with swedish house mafia and what's a record i exactly i Mm. just loved it it just felt it was the right amount of old school and the right amount of new school and the beat was hard and he was hard on it so i just can't argue with it Mm. wow five from pav that don't come often okay Mm. Uh, the track More Life by Torrent Foot featuring Tiny Temper and L Divine. Okay. Um, the one thing I'd like to say, Chris, because you said about Tiny Temper going more into the UK, back into the UK rap scene. So you thought he was coming away from the dance thing. Mm. The one thing I'd like to know is this is released as Torrent Foot featuring Tiny Temper and L Divine. The stuff he put out recently with yeah. notes and, and that stuff, that was just released as Tiny. So I don't know if he's doing like a little bit of an alias thing. Yeah. I didn't could be. clock that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, be, also the, other uh, one to note, the other one to note is, is like half the artists that he does uh, normally uh, collaborate with, especially the rappers, he manages most of them or they're signed to him. So Notes, uh, Young Bane, 
Jungen, Pounds. Like, there's so many of them that are like signed to him yeah, right d- now. Uh, on Disturbing yeah, London. Yeah. Shout out Disturbing London. Uh, I really, really, really like it. Yeah, it gives me, it gives me like commercial club vibe, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I can imagine if, imagine there's no Corona. Everyone just shut your eyes. Obviously don't shut your eyes. Uh, and you're playing one of your gigs, your favourite gig in the room that you love playing that this music fits obviously it's hot it's a bit sweaty everyone's like proper enjoying it because some is summer you know and you play it and people go a bit nutty for it yeah that, and that's what i get from it so it gets mm. a five from me yes. as well because i think it literally is what maybe some of us djs need is to to feel yeah. how we feel it is, it is it's like the like you said it's the perfect club record but it's like yeah. like to kind of contrast it with like the james hype one feels like it's trying to be too commercial and so i'd be less inclined to play it unless there's a hench vip remix which there absolutely 100 percent is gonna be but this song i was like yeah in the set straight away no questions give me the download link now yeah uh, straight away boom let's play it in the clubs okay moving on from two fives and uh from me and pav and chris what did you get four did you get four uh, i think i think i gave it three actually Three. Mm. Oh, you gave it three. Oh, I haven't got yours written down. Sorry. Um, Chris is three. Okay. Moving on. The track's called You Don't Know by Frankie Wah. Chris. Yeah. Big shout out to Frankie Wah. A uh, friend of mine actually uh, writes for some of his um, for some of his songs. Um, so yeah, I hope him. Uh, he's he's really had like a he's done really well the last like couple of years. I think he's like kind of had like a co-sign for of a better word of Camel Fat and things like that. It's very old school. This track. To my personal taste in uh, electronic music, I like kind of, I think I've said this before on the podcast, I like like splashes of old school, uh, but this is very much an old school kind of feel. Um, so uh, the, the track's good. Um, big shout out to Frankie Wah. Wish him all the best. Three out of five drinks for me on this one. I wish him all the best. See you later, mate. Thanks for coming. Uh, <laughs> have- in his career. Um Again, are we going back to the, yeah, it's just all right stuff? Um, it was just all right for me. Didn't really have anything to complain about. Didn't love it. Three out of five. Nice and simple. Okay, you don't know by Frankie what I gave it a four because I like this sound. I like the whole break beaty stuff. Um, there was a song, I can't remember who it's by, called Prayer that was out earlier in the year. Prosper. Um, pardon? It was by uh, Prosper. Prayer, that's prosper. it by prosper and i really dig that because i like the whole breakbeat sound i really like the whole breakbeat sound on frankie war um he's been bubbling slowly but surely he had the track with olive the um sort of update to that you're track. not alone yeah you're not alone which i, I really like that mm. um and i really like this so it gets four okay last track of today it's called blueberry eyes it's by max and it features sugar of bts fame chris Really like this kind of stuff. It's fun. Video's really good. It's done really high quality. The writing's great. The production's great. The video's great, as I've already said. Really enjoyed this one. Four out of five drinks for me. And Pav? Um, again, a little bit average for me. Not Maybe not quite my style. Uh, we know Chris is an absolute... Anything with any Asian artist is, is a lover. Uh, mm. So, but yeah, it was just all right. I, Again, like I said, if it came on the radio, I wouldn't turn it off, but I'm not like reaching for the volume. So yeah, three out of five. 
Okay, Blueberry Eyes Max featuring Sugar of BTS. I gave it five. Uh, I really like. Boom. I really like it. Yeah, it's like fun. It's it's happy. It's like it's like what I need in my life. Are you the first person like, to took two fives in one week? I think I might be. Yeah, it's it literally. They couldn't be any more different, could they? Really? <laughs> well, actually, there's one run. There's one running theme in both of them is they make me feel positive mm-hmm. and happy. Mm-hmm. Um. And right now, I think we all need that. So I mm. really like it. The video is very good as well. Um, it just feels good. It's a track that like, like a, it feels like a guilty pleasure track, but I'm, I don't feel guilty for, for liking it. Yeah, mm. I get what you mean. Like you felt a little bit trash and you were like, yeah, but the song's just good though. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. So Blueberry Eyes gets a five from me. Okay, time for track of the week. Uh, Pav, you can go first this week. Well, obviously, of course, uh, considering it got the highest uh, rating, it's going to have to be More Life because it's just a good song. It just is a good song. I just can't argue with it. There's nothing in that song that I dislike and that's like hard to come by, especially for me because I I can very easily find things to dislike. This song does not have one. My track of the week, More Life. Okay. Good track of the week. Okay, Chris? Yeah, I kind of wish, uh, it's like an overview, I kind of really wish that 220 Kid, Too Many Nights and Afraid James Hype, I wish they were kind of close contenders. I wanted them to be in the running, but I think for me, I'm going to have to go with Nothing For Free, Pendulum. Obviously, I've got some history of Pendulum, big fan of them uh, when I was younger. And it's great to hear something really well produced, something imaginative, something just, you know, music that's, kind of had a lot of time taken over it like it's taken a lot of time to put that record together with the production and the writing and, and everything so uh really great record great to see pendulum back so nothing for free pendulum is my track of the week good choice okay my track of the week i gave two fives so i think it's only fair that i do both the no, fives no, no, you gotta pit them against each other. it's not no, tracks no, of no, the week no, no, mate no. it's track you're not, you're not of the getting week. out of it that easily it needs to be a track of the week singular Come on, mate. track of the week uh, I will go with Torrent Footmore Life yeah. featuring Tony Temple. Well, that was really easy to just change. I thought you was going to be uh, quite well, stubborn the, there, I'll be honest. That was like really way easier. No, just because obviously I'm rooted in being a club DJ and this brings me to the club and I miss the club. Oh, do you DJ at clubs, so, mate? Is that a thing? <sighs> oh, do you remember yeah, that? Do you remember that? I'll, I'll be DJing private parties and bar mitzvahs, by the way, things again. Yeah. Uh, shout out to everyone having a bar mitzvah. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Please check out Blueberry Eyes by Max featuring Sugar of BTS because that also is my track of the week. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but, no. Wow. There you go. Slipped them both in. One to listen to in the car on the way to the club. One in the club. There you go. I'll put it together so I can yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Pipe, I was going to say, Mate. he's the host. He does what he wants. <laughs> he does what yeah. he wants. Yeah. He does what he wants. <laughs> Um, okay, please make sure you check out all of all of our tracks of the week. There's four this week instead of three. Uh, please check out all of the tracks that we reviewed. Uh, tell us if you agree, disagree, or, you know, just think we're talking rubbish on them. But the cargo one definitely sucks, so I'm right with that. Uh, <laughs> as all, it's true. It, 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 it Yo, if, uh, we did a, if we did a boxing card, it would just be me and B Young. You and Kygo would just go at it, man. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, as always, you can find them on our No Drinks in the Booth playlist on Spotify. Equally, you can find them on our No Drinks in the Booth playlist on YouTube and watch the videos that go alongside of them because some of them have got really good videos. 
very mm. good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like the Torrum Foot one and the Blueberry Eyes one. Uh, the video is good on that. Okay. This week, we're done with the reviews, done with the news. So this week, let's talk about music videos. It's Chris's topic. So Chris, please. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to bring this topic forward to you guys. Um, you know, how important are music videos generally? What do we think about music videos? The future music videos? Um and yeah, just anything good we've seen over the last six months in terms of music videos, because although we all, I mean, all three of us have notes we're going to kind of refer to, but I've actually not included this on there, but I want to add it now is, you know, shooting music videos over the last six months has been really difficult because of coronavirus and any, uh, any music videos that come to mind where they've been really innovative. I know Stormzy did one with like a cartoon like the other week. Um, superheroes superheroes that's it and there's been a few others um i noticed in um obviously my track of the week nothing for free pendulum that music video was for sure shot with you know think keeping in mind the limitations that coronavirus forces on us um and it was done really well for like you know limited ability to kind of put you know sets together extras getting a whole cast together these things can't happen but also generally just over the years as well um, I feel like Pav's got a lot of good things to say about this. I feel like he's he likes a good music video. I love a good um, music video. I know. I'm on that, I'm like on that YouTube video. premium life, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so music videos in general. Um, so I just wanted to like start it off by asking, I mean, Pav, I'll start with you. Favourite music videos? Any that instantly come to mind? Um, from Doctor, Not just recently. Dr. Dre, I need a doctor for that hill scene because that's iconic mm. and that hill has been used in so many music videos i'm assuming it's in la because dr dre but it's also in mm. fast and furious the bit where paul walker's characters like where his missus is having a kid uh they what go year was that i remember that they, was, yeah when, when he, i was young it's the, when that came it's out. the same one um just a good video mainly for that bit and i think it all, sort of was one of the first videos in this trend of like the extended video um that video uh the real slim shady wicked video i just think it's it's just cool um just looks good um I'm trying to think of some more really um i've kind of especially recently i sort of stopped watching videos a little bit um just because I've been listening you, to a lot of my... I've been listening to all my music while I've been playing FIFA. So I've just got headphones YouTube in. YouTube Premium. Yeah, YouTube yeah premium it's because I can close it. it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Um, but yeah, nah, uh, I'll, I'll come back to me. I need to think of some more videos that I like. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I, I can name loads. Yeah, wait, I was going to say... You, you wait, it's like, let me get my DVDs out. <laughs> oh, wait, oh well, sorry, sorry. I've got one more. But no hate. No hate, guys. No hate. This is for the listeners. I know you guys are no hate. This is no hate to anybody. I just want to say I do not endorse this or any actions. However, R. Kelly, World's Greatest, is such a good music video. Oh, yeah, you can't talk about that. Okay, move oh, on. What? Great video. <laughs> terrible person. It, it doesn't matter if the video is great. Yeah, yeah. Does it? Look, Sorry, Tiger, listen. Tiger said I got a Chinese bitch called a Ling Ling. But I'm not allowed to say R. Kelly's music video was all right before we knew he was a rapist. Yeah, but Tiger's got a huge legal team. You haven't. Um, Fight me, Tiger. <laughs> Third <laughs> boxing match. <laughs> look, look, 
R. Kelly, I believe I can fry it was like oh. my jam because I love Space Jam. Ignition video. I can't listen, I can't, Ignition video. I can't listen to it. Can't listen it's to it. it. It's Ooh, over we, now. Cancelled. That's it, guys. Finished. Yeah. This is the last episode Kelly. of No Drinks in the Booth. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> oh, I'll be starting a new one called uh, No No Dunks in the oh, Booth. If anyone wants basketball. Oh, <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, too right. I did. Okay, some of my favourite videos. Uh, easy. Any of the Kanye West catalogue. Uh, including Runaway, which was God knows how long. Um, I don't think he's put out a bad music video, and they're all very different. Uh, I'm a sucker for a traditional hip-hop music video. And when I say traditional, I'm talking like Drake headlines. Him riding around the city, flexing with his boys, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Drake started from the bottom video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, uh, amazing video. I also love that the gritty and authentic authenticity of stuff like Dr. Dre next episode, like low riders bouncing strip clubs, weed, like I'm a sucker for like an authentic um, hip hop video. Mm. Like ones that Straight are like out of Compton definitely video is really good. Like that, it's, that's like typical yeah. for that era, isn't it? Yeah. I think the, like ones that are most probably now like X rated and you couldn't watch them on like MTV. I also remember, or oh, you have to watch them after nine. I remember this shows I'm old is the way artists used to debut songs, mainly hip hop artists, especially on BET was through their video. So like, for example, Kanye West, the good life. Mm. No one heard the good life until we went on BET and was like, this is my new video for good life featuring T-Pain. Mm. And then you'd see the video and hear the music. Um, and like, I remember that happened a lot with Nelly. He did that back when he first started. Basically every hip hop artist. Um, but some of my favourites are the Kanye West ones because they are, um, one, in depth. Two, some of them are mini movies. And three, Jesus Walks has got about three or four videos. Um, and they're all very well made. So, yeah, I, I can't pick one. If we're, if Sorry, we're talking most c- iconic moment in any video ever, yeah, it's got to be Kelly Rowland trying to text on Excel in Dilemma, isn't it? Oh, on the yeah, yeah, on, on that, sidekick. On that, on, on, that, <laughs> on that fucking flip phone that looks like, she, like it was made by Fisher Price. Love that. T-Mobile sidekick. That was, that, that, was. Was a, that was a big shout video that was, to be fair. Like just for that moment, like the video yeah. was an average video, except for that bit that was like legendary. Um, I don't know about you guys. My first memories of watching videos properly um, was, was that channel aka channel you ones man they were gritty videos but I just loved it yeah see because I'm older than ones. you I, yeah see I was like MTV based yeah it's like MTV like M- based there wasn't there wasn't as many MTVs mm. or like the box and all that it was literally like MTV MTV dance MTV base yeah base is, base is, base is still around I, I remember watching uh, music yeah. videos on Vivo but not YouTube, like what? Vivo, the yeah. website. You could only watch the videos on Vivo, the website, Mad. until they merged yeah. with YouTube. I remember that. Mad. Um, We're talking- and I think Go on. when I was like young, young, um, I do remember MTV was like on constantly. Like mm. it was just, you know, yeah. like, I can't even remember what the channel exactly was, but it was like well, MTV was like yeah. the, the, so it was MTV and then into to Vivo. MTV did um, play the first ever video. Oh, and they, it was uh, they? they still and it was the song uh, "Video Killed the Radio Star." It's the first ever video played on TV. 
Yeah. Mate, and the one thing cool. I'd like to say is as much as MTV still, MTV programming now is stuff like Jersey Shore and Catfish. And Catfish is a good program. <laughs> uh, they still do play videos. <laughs> like they mm. still mm, that's push cool. what they're about. Um, MTV is very iconic. Mm. The one, I've got a question for you, Chris, mm. and it's not in these notes, is do you notice maybe there's more of a trend in like the dance house dance music i will i will just use the open format version of it dance music mm. but the songs sort of just have nothing to do with the video <laughs> as in like the hip-hop as in hip-hop and r&b ones normally like let's say summer walker whatever let's uh girls need love or whatever that's a track the the song will correlate to what's happening so like the video mm. but with mm. dance stuff it will literally just be like someone meeting the love of their life on a beach and like running yeah. along it then going to a rave while pendulums playing in the background like just very random it's like so, some of them do a lot of them do do that like joel Corey's head and heart the most recent one it was kind of links it was like head and heart and they were like each side of the screen one was the head one was the heart mm. and then some of what disclosure did not recently but back in 2012 have you seen um the videos were linked to the songs the waiting all night video you are right that does the huh? same waiting all night i'll be waiting all night but that's the same thing oh a rudimental. Yeah, a rudimental that's it um and it's like the i think it was like this guy who's recovering from a skiing injury for the whole video and he starts skiing again at the end so like it definitely took him like a year to film the video for this one song and like yeah yeah, yeah. but it was still a good but, video though <laughs> yeah it's the same with um like mk 2am uh recent yeah. record that came out that is kind of like that where it's just it's like a montage of like just kind of good summer vibes it does the job i, I think that's just because you gotta remember like uh obviously this was um something i was going to come on to kind of like different videos for different genres should every genre have videos a video is important for everything um obviously rap is great because rap a lot of rap is about image like that is the whole yeah. kind of appeal of the music um but I do find that for a lot of like house and dance music and electronic music, it's more about the actual music, like the listening quality, like for audio files, listen to it. It's about, so the video is kind of less important, I think. Um, but yeah, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. I guess, do you think that's, are you saying that's a bad thing? Do you think like a lot of the videos not really being kind of, you know, coherent with the song? Or, no, or no, 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 no. I don't think it's a bad thing, but it's prominent in dance music for mm, no apparent yeah, yeah, reason. It is, yeah. Like, yeah. as opposed to pop or R&B or hip-hop or country, um, they will normally, um, the song will, like, more traditional. for example, what's the, well, yeah, like, what's Taylor Swift, the Romeo and Juliet song? It's like Romeo and Juliet story on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> mm. As in, like, for example, MK look right through just be some geezer dancing in a subway yeah, randomly yeah, 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 yeah. and it You're follow right. him around the You're city right. dancing um, and it's just prominent in dance music there's nothing wrong with it mm. I just wished I wished they would flip and hip hop and pop and country and all that would just have random videos and dance music would have like these storyline videos yeah. just, just I, to try I, it I've got a theory for this I've got a theory so like getting into like dance music over the last like year or two, like properly getting deep into house and like proper, proper dance music. Pav's gone to sweaty raves that ain't on, but he's there in his head. Yeah. And, I'm know. there like <laughs> man's there with the bottle of water and the sunglasses. I'm there. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like the, the, it's almost a little bit of a problem that I have with, hip-hop r&b artists and it's kind of why i've been leaning towards like house and disco recently is because 
I feel like hip hop and R&B artists maybe take themselves a little bit too seriously. Um, which is maybe why the videos are a bit more traditional and they're like, yeah, we're going to stand here with 72 bottles of Hennessy and like, we're going to fucking play with super soakers and there's a little pool here and there's 50 girls. Whereas house artists, this is going to sound like, wait, not, they're not like, like, they just don't care. Like there's a bit like, yeah. it's almost like it's a bit bummy. Like they're like, yeah, I just made this song in my bedroom. Yeah. It's going to get hundred million it, views. Here you it's, go. it's the, it, it's the label going, you need a music video. And they're, they're like, just put out a geezer skiing. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, like, yeah. We don't care. House, house artists are just far, far cooler with their music videos. Um, and I also think, like I was saying, like a reason why like, I've been getting so much more into house music is actually because it's sort of because of that, because there is this sort of nonchalance because it's all about the music. And I also think that mm. plays into the videos not having to be particularly relevant because... If I do a house gig, I can play a song nobody's ever heard in their entire life. But if it sounds good, they will rave to it. Like they'll love it. And you just can't mm. do that with a hip hop song. Like it's so, mm. it almost feels like a younger industry. Um, whereas with the hip hop stuff, like I was listening to uh, Step It Up, which we reviewed last week on the podcast. Mm. Great a song. really good song. Uh, and I was having a little session with the boys. Um, put it on like my YouTube, like connected to the TV. And the video is just the lyric video but it looks cool and it's trippy and it's like a lot of colors and it's like a bit more of like a lyric style video, but like, it's just going everywhere. It just looks good. Um, mm. So yeah, house music for the win. But I do think literally <laughs> it's almost like they're so cool that even if they make a shit video, it's still better. Do you know them? Yeah. Like they're so not trying that it's so authentic that they're not trying. that It's amazing. And I love that. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that, I think it, I, it's, I can see what you're saying. It's interesting. I think there's like a constant. I, sorry, Wade, you go first, and I'll I'll jump in. No, so I was gonna say I think it opens up the door for um, more creatives in like the video world. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. Like the videographer, director world to sort of do something cool with a a dance track, as opposed to maybe a hip hop or pop or country, or whatever song where it's like more rigid in we need a storyline or it's got to be xyz as in mm. the dance music video they're just like yeah just put my track in i don't really care just do what you want yeah so then they can fast. be really really creative and i think that opens up the door maybe okay let's put it like yeah. this though then in terms of okay let's stick with uk hip-hop because we know a lot about it we've been following it very very closely what was the last good uk hip-hop video or rap video can you name one can you name one that sticks out no. so much that it was so good or so different that you were like, yeah, that one was amazing? Because there's only really one that sticks in my mind and it's only because it won an award. The only the only video that I, I'm thinking about where I'm thinking, actually, this is maybe set from apart from the rest is the Skepta That's Not Me video. And that's literally just because it cost him 80 quid. Because that's, that's how much it should cost. One. It's a famous one in the UK. I think the recent UK rap videos over the last two or three years, they've all been directed and produced by the same guys, right? It's the same like yeah, it's, three um, guys. Callum uh, is one of them. Yeah, he's one. Uh, uh, I can't remember the others. But is there, yeah, there's that like, same like four or five guys that make all the videos. Uh, Caleb yeah, Dennis. Yeah, he does a lot of like London based. Ones. Yeah, London based. These, these even these actually three to five guys. Stormzy's videos. Obviously, he's made this really big video now. I don't mm. think his videos have been anything particularly special. Um, if you I look remember at, the one with uh, Heady One, he had an album track with Heady One, and that was I've not seen the video for production that. value. 
that's worth a watch. That- that's like very high production value. But he's got major label backing now. Again, the last so- again, another hip hop one where I thought, oh, maybe it's actually a decent video, but only because it's like it was really good for the time. Uh, Freak of the week, Crepton Conan. That was a really mm. good video for for when it came out because rappers weren't making videos of that high production value and they were one of the first people. That was a good video. That that was very high. That was quality. really really high. Quality. Quality. It was uh, something like uh, money that, that you wouldn't spend, but that was also when they just signed to Virgin EMI as well. So I was gonna say that's mostly because they got major label backing because they just mm-hmm. signed to Virgin EMI, like you just said. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as opposed to doing it off your own back and having to pay for it yourself. I can't name a, a great UK video. Maybe it's because I don't listen to loads of UK music, but mm. Tiny Temper, Pass That, was a very good video for his time. Yes. Mm. Yes. Absolutely. It was it was on par with the American videos. It was sleek, well-produced. It looked expensive. It, it broke him out. Like The video complements the song to a T. Uh, that mm. the um, glitter in the speaker mate levels yeah even the earth uh, uh, earthquake do you remember have you seen the earthquake video there's that there's yeah, that scene in the middle so if you listen to the song there's actually uh, a breakdown where there's a chorus section like a choir section where they're like i predicted there's a whole choir section where they're like in a circle and they look like yeah. it looks like they're worshiping satan do you, do you know that pass out is 10 years old bro stop it I, we, do, I yeah. know but stop it <laughs> please i was playing it in the club okay now i don't yeah. feel so bad i was playing everything in the club basically besides stuff that was on tape mm. um I, I was just talking about like obviously pass out was a good 10 years ago kind of more recent videos one that comes to mind is pop star drake which obviously featured Justin Bieber as like his uh, main and a uh, uh, main like character. Uh, I feel like it's almost these videos are becoming like movies now. Like they literally have, they like have other artists and actors in. Um, it's been like this for a while, but the, some of them that the I think, in my personal opinion, this is why I'm bringing it up. They can increase like the value of the video by making it longer and having it as more as like a film with like stars in it like Justin Bieber um you know I think it may have already happened but you know an actor like Jonah Hill for example we're all familiar yeah, with Jonah yeah. Hill right you know I feel like actors like him you know he I think he's you know in, in Hollywood or whatever he's going to be featuring in these pop videos and I think that combined with an increasing length 10 minutes and over I think that's what we're going to start seeing because music is so visual now. It's all about how it, how it looks. I think uh, it could be really, really interesting. I feel like what we're going to see from music videos is going to be uh, a lot more substantial than what it was before. I'm a bit, it's actually like a well, three-minute video. I don't know what you think about that. I'll start with can, um, I'll start with Wade first. Go on, Wade. Go on, Wade. What do you think? Can I, I just interject. I haven't got like a strong feeling about this anyway. But you know, like the pop star video was eight minutes. Imagine the Kanye West runaway video was a full-length film of 34 minutes, 32 seconds. Wasn't Where, Power was that? a full-length film as well? I'm sure it, it was didn't it do like a really long video for Power. Uh, no, I, d- I don't think Power was. Runaway, I could be wrong with Power, but I don't no, think sorry, so. No, sorry, Power, he Ru- only made a one-minute video. So he made it up until the first chorus and stopped the video. That's the end of the video. Yeah, Runaway, uh, there's a video version, which is four, four minutes, 38 seconds. But the original 
come out as a full length film and it's 34 minutes that's mad um well this is the thing think of Kanye now he's had he's got so much influence in music and fashion he can literally upload a video of himself pissing on a grammy and these kind of videos maybe these longer videos have made people connect with him more because they're getting more they're like becoming more involved more attached to like what he does so when he does something like that it's perfectly let's be honest basically okay it's just entertaining yeah well runaway come out uh i can't remember when it come out come out a while back it's off the um my dark beautiful twisted fantasy album Mm. but the one uh video of kanye's which i think had global influence on maybe Mm. you could you could disagree in pop culture was the stronger video because everyone started wearing them bloody shutter yes. shades. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember that, yeah. Big video. Uh, th- which is just a subtle thing of how big that video was that people manufactured and wore them god-awful shutter shades, which mm. looked great in the video, but obviously. Uh, so, yeah, I-, I don't know. Like Long videos, I think, if they're done well, are great. I- I've seen artists make long videos for no apparent bloody reason, which... Yeah aren't as good like i think they're trying to hit a quota <laughs> yeah, of like, yeah oh yeah. my video's 10 minutes yeah. uh but i think when they're done really well uh power to them because i love them yeah i mean i'm not a fan of the longer video i don't i can't mm-hmm. think of a longer video where i've watched it and thought i now like this artist or song far more than what i did before purely on this like the pop star video it's all well and nice that it's like eight minutes long. Doesn't do anything to the song. Song's still the same. Mm. I don't think the video adds so much just because it's like got Justin Bieber in it or whatever. I don't think it adds so much that we're like, oh my God, this three out of five is now a five out of five because like Justin Bieber's like got his top off in the video. Like it doesn't really do anything for me. Um, mm. It's mm-hmm. interesting that it's eight minutes because actually YouTube have re- redone their um, ad algorithm so now if you have an eight minute video, you can put ads on it now and you can put more ads. Um, so that's probably why they've done it. So they can make an absolute fuck turn, uh, which is DJ Khaled's way. Let him carry on. More than happy. Mm. Um, mm. But I've not watched it and thought, actually, this is eight minutes of my life that I genuinely enjoyed. I actually think a far better way to do it was the Freaky Friday video, uh, Lil Dicky and Chris Brown. That was a really, yep. really good video. But it wasn't, because it had a run-in but it story. Wasn't Fifteen minutes. It didn't need fifteen. It only needed four minutes to do that, and it was fine. Mm. I, I think the nice thing about the Freaky Vi- Friday video was the video is what you'd expect from the song. Yeah. Like it told about how they how they switch bodies and they're in each other's bodies, and the song and video like were the perfect yeah. com- uh, perfect partner to Actually, each other. I think with songs, I think the videos should be the length of the song and not really any longer. Maybe a little skit at the beginning. I know it's a hip hop thing. Because if we're talking about some of the best videos that have come out, um, what was that? Bruno Mars, uh, the lazy song. What a really, really good video that was. He only needed three minutes to do it. You don't. He didn't need 10 minutes to make that video, the one where they got all the monkey uh, masks on. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, that didn't need 10 minutes. That only needed three minutes and it was an amazing video and probably was far, far, far more commercially viable after that. And he spent, yeah, and he spent re- basically fuck all. He spent 50 quid on masks. <laughs> a recent video, which I, I really like, is by um, Run The Jaws, the track yeah. called Out of Sight, features two chains. 
it's one of my favorite groups run the jewels and the tracks one of my favorite songs uh it's just a well-made video that fits within to their the the length of the song um check it out it's i'm not going to tell you what the video is all about but it's to the point of it's obviously a big budget video by the way uh it's got backing from a major label but it's it sounds silly it's great qualities i think if the quality is there for the time then you you'll stick and watch it but hmm. if you're making a like the pop star video okay it's great quality but it just rambles on a little so bit in my opinion <laughs> This video that I'm going to talk about is probably the best video of all time and was the length of the song. Michael Jackson Thriller. I'm going to leave that there. Best video of all yeah. time. I mean, that is actually, I think, cited by a lot of people as the best music video of all time. I basically just searched just to back myself up best videos of all time and that's the first one that pops up. Yeah, I think that's it's been it's won awards and things like it's that. It's just a really good video. <laughs> but it, it's three minutes. Because that's all you need. Um, I'm sure isn't there a lot of longer version of it it's like a little bit longer but it's not like 10 minutes there's like a little skip mm. to get into the story of the video it's like for maybe about 5 or 6 minutes so it's mm. like a little skit to get into the video but it's not like one of these but it's not wasted so I feel like in the pop star video the mm. first 4 minutes for me are wasted because actually doesn't really tell much of a story particularly it's not doing it's not adding value in, in Thriller Every second is not wasted. Like not a single second is wasted. It's just really good. I think if the videos are like, I'd say six minutes tops, but actually add value to the video in terms of adding to the story. So you understand, say there's a skit, there's a bit where, you know, you, like it adds value. Then I think that's fine. And I think people are more likely to watch them. I think when you get to sort of the eight, 10 minute mark, anything over, Unless you've got like this beautiful, artsy, well-told story, it can be just. I've just, long. I've just like you just end up turning off. I've just remembered one of the most iconic videos in UK history. Craig David, I'm walking away. When he gets out the car, game over. Do you know what? I don't great think video. I've ever seen that video. No. Oh, Bro, so he's like video. in the middle of a traffic jam. Yeah, his girl's giving him some ag and that, and he just fully. He's got his china bumps. He opens the door, just starts walking through fucking cars for like three minutes. I remember when Craig yeah. David did Seven Days. That I've seen Good that video. video where it's like in the uh, barber chair. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Uh, Even the uh, filming. What's your flavour? Mm. That was good. But Craig David's the goat cool. though and that's a whole nother episode because he just is. And I'll back Pass. this. He has a lot I'll of hate this for this Beyond, but a lot of love for Craig David. Craig, Craig is... Like, uh, that's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I, I genuinely spend like £100 a year going to see Craig David live. So wow, I'll, I'll go once That's a if, true if he's fan if right he's there. in if he's coming to Birmingham or near, I will go and watch. So yeah, the last thing just before we finish up, there's one thing I just wanted to talk about with something recent that's happening in music videos. Is have you seen the vertical videos? Yes. You know, it's now the major labour artists, uh, including Dua Lipa, uh, have done vertical videos. So this actually uh, really Cigala interesting had that one. you bring this up. Yeah, Sagala's um, had one uh, with his new track James Arthur's came out. We reviewed it last week. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you guys have something to say about this, but I'm I'm assuming why they've done it is because obviously most people are viewing the videos on their phones. So yeah. when they don't have to turn their phone, like it's a, it's a vertical yes. video. Um, and yeah, do you think we're going to be seeing more of this? Uh, Wade, I'll start with you. Uh, I dislike them very much because I like to watch my videos on YouTube on my TV mm. or on my laptop. Uh, but 
I get the point of them. Mm. And I think if they could just do this for me personally, it'd be great. Make one that's vertical for everyone to watch on their phone and make one that's horizontal for me to watch. Mm. That would be great. It can't be that hard just to trim it all down and then put it back out. Do what you want. I don't know. I'm not a videographer. I don't mind it. I think it's a really good market employer that like they're trying to get people to just obviously the phones are so accessible, but you can just turn your phone sideways. Mm, so yeah. I don't know I think it's I, I get the point of it sometimes I just think it's like a bit wasted mm, yeah I'm because not, the, I'm not that, sure because Apple and Samsung and all these other phone manufacturers um, they obviously make them so you can turn them sideways yeah so it's like it's like <laughs> oh phone? you're providing a <laughs> yeah you, you're providing a solution to a problem it sounds don't silly really when you say it out loud but clearly yeah. it's a thing that people uh, are yeah, no, no, uh, no. kind of behind but you're right it, it's a sol- it's a solution to a problem that we don't have. Yeah, but yet it's being done by yeah. it has music been done. marketers and yeah, major yeah. labels. Yeah, well, some of them are just wrong anyway. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. Look, it's a really good idea. Will I, do I think it will stick? Yeah, I, I don't see why it won't. But I don't think that will be how every video is ever made. Yeah, mm, just because it, well, it. Yeah, I mean, no, it just limit. It, sorry, it just limits you to watching it on your phone. <laughs> Because mm. uh, imagine putting that on, on your TV is really not nice. So yeah, mm. actually, the first thing I'll say that is, I think it'll be interesting to see the uh, watching splits. I don't know if one of you can search this while I'm still talking. What the split is of watching YouTube music videos on your phone as opposed to watching on a computer or Mac or whatever TV? Because um, I'm not quite sure what the split is, because that might be a reason why they're seeing a big trend. I know there's a lot of videos now because uh, previously you couldn't do this on YouTube, but now you can upload mm. a video in any resolution before you were constrained to the 16, 9, the 19, 20, 10, 80 or whatever. Now mm. you can actually upload it anything and it won't show it with black bars, it'll just show it true. Um, yeah. Mainly because of phones, because actually phones don't have a standardized size, they're just mm. about right kind of thing obviously mm, if you watch phones mm. obviously i've got an iphone so if you watch it on there you'll notice always there's a few black bars on the side um which has led to a lot of music uh well just video content creators anyway they make their videos in two one now just because it's like the best middle ground for everything um mm. that's like one little caveat um the second one is actually um obviously i'm a spotify user where do you a spotify user as well i am yeah on spotify now and has been for a while. If you click certain music video, music, uh, music, certain tunes, um, there's actually like a little video. It's like a 10, 15 second sort of a GIF style thing, which is mm-hmm. really like cool. Loop. And I really, really like that because it's just so much better than just having an album art. But pretty much every artist is doing it now. And I think mm-hmm. that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Do I think the, the, like the horizontal, what video is going to stick the vertical video? Um, no. Because, like, v- videos are shot like really, really widescreen. So actually, it's like they they shot the complete opposite way to this new trend. I do think it's a trend, um, but it's actually quite interesting. Uh, I don't, when Mabel toured last year, um, her whole well, but the tour that I went on for a lot of the venues after that, um, she actually had a stage set up where it was vertical. So it wasn't very wide. It was literally just going up almost like a phone. And they said that they'd done it because they were like, well, people don't film the videos at concerts like 
like this they film them like this and it's just a fact so they were mm, like mm. we that's might as well smart. make that's the really stage smart. they were like let's make the stage set that looks like that because then they're not missing something because if mabel walks like 20 yards down the side then she's not in a uh, shot or whatever um mm. so i thought that was really interesting because at all like mabel especially because she's getting a lot of push man and that means they've spent a lot of money on a tour as well. So for someone mm. like that to do it, I feel like she's almost like a guinea pig. Again, do I think it's going to happen everywhere? Like, am I going to go to the, like, NEC and see it happen? Probably not. But like for your, yeah, academies and stuff that aren't very big, you don't really have much width to deal with anyway. So I actually think it mm -hmm. might start becoming a thing. Obviously, we've got IGTV and now there's reels, which I don't know what the difference is. Not used it yet. Same thing. Vertical video is just a thing now. Like to the point where mm. if you go on Final Cut now, it's a standard set. Like you can choose it. Yeah, I want iPhone size and literally click iPhone and it comes up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I think it's here to but stay actually. It's quite funny you mentioned about seeing Mabel and it was a vertical yeah. stage set up. Because... This has got nothing to, well, it has got to do with it. I saw any any R D. Uh, I think Goats. it was Brixton Academy, yeah. uh, and their stage setup was. And obviously, uh, if you've been Brixton Academy, it's not a huge stage. Like you said, the academy stages aren't huge, uh, and their stage setup had nothing. They just had a big N E R D banner. That's because it's really, 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 really cheap to do that, and that makes so much money off it. And that was it. And like obviously the drum kit had the NERD brain and, and that was literally the the extent of the branding and the mm. extent of that, their stage that, setup. And it, it was sold out for four nights That's in a row. the same thing that mm. I think Snoop Dogg and 50 Cent did it on their last two tours. They were like, yeah, just keep it bare. And I'm like, not really the point. I wouldn't go to see just that. NERD is probably the only exception because the music catalogue and the level is just so good. Well, I think the smart thing was they toured the academies, mm. not the big arena. They could they could have done the arenas, uh, but they chose the academies, and the st it felt the stage setup felt like a new band, like a like gritty an indie band, new. Yeah, and it was perfect for NERD. Uh, but I don't know this whole vertical video thing. I think it's it serves a purpose, but yeah i think you're right it's a trend um, not so maybe. i'll also caveat that with obviously for those of you that don't know i do have a business which does like tech and like live tech yeah um yeah yeah you can follow us i'll put the link in the description now i'm joking <laughs> 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 um but yeah um give me jobs need to feed people uh yeah um we do loads of it it's actually a thing now like for the last three or four years where also I do a lot of video screen, like LED video screen, like at concerts and stuff and conferences. We do so much vertical video now. It's unreal. I probably do more vertical video than I do normal video. And that's saying something mm. because mm. it's really, really like, um, what's the word? It's like really convenient. Like you can just slot it into a section. So it's a bit of a half and half, yeah. like it's efficient, but actually a lot of people do it because they want it to look like a phone. Because it has mm, the same yeah. kind of, they can use their phone app and phone website material on there. And yeah. so maybe it is a thing. And they do like, a, so a, one thing that I do a lot is people have them like at like award dinners and stuff. And they'll order one of those specially because they want to put like socials on there. So they'll have like a hashtag and then like everyone who hashtags comes up on it and all that shit. Um, mm. 
Mm. So maybe it just is a thing. Like I've seen a lot of customers spend a lot of money on custom content just for that. So I can only assume mm. that if so many people are doing it, it is just going to become a thing. And so with music videos, mm. I can't see a difference. Mm. Interesting. I think I, I think the so you asked me to look at the split for how many people watch YouTube on their phone to desktop. Yeah. In 2016, uh, it the mobile phone took over the mm. desktop and by like 52 percent yeah i've had it a few times where i've w- been watching videos um and it's just a square and i'm like oh why is this a square because if you scroll down a little bit because then it comes up with as a full screen already without having to click full yeah. screen so i can only assume that that's the reason i, I think the vertical video thing's a clever idea i just it's gotta can't be done see right. it being the beat yeah, and I can't see it being the only way they do videos the same way we obviously shoot videos in widescreen. I think it's because, I mean, so many people have made videos for like, they're like, yeah, we're going to do like cinema show, like JME did Grime MC and he showed yeah. it at cinemas. He didn't even release it. Like you can only buy it uh, physically. You can only buy the CD or the vinyl. He's not released it any other way. Um, it's online illegally, but it's not the same. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah. Right, well, thanks for thanks for discussing the topic. Appreciate appreciate it. Is that is that that's, that's, that's like today. the complete opposite way? Because cinema video is like really really wide. So I don't yeah. think yeah yeah it's, it's, it's that's like wide. the whole point of cinema videos like a whole own aspect ratio. So I don't think it's going to be like a right every video now make it vertical. This is it like universe aren't sitting there like yeah every video has got to look good on an iphone now but who knows only time will tell guys only time will tell i think i'll pass it back over to wade then okay fantastic thank you everyone for listening to the podcast today we was talking about chris's topic which was music videos uh as always we had news we had reviews we had our track of the week which for me and pav was torrent foot with more life and for chris it was my track of the week uh it was pendulum pendulum uh nothing for free uh don't forget you can check out our no drinks in the booth playlist on spotify and on youtube and it'd be advised to check it out on youtube since we were talking about music videos today because some of these tracks have really good music videos um as always please like share subscribe make sure you comment if you agree disagree or just want to talk to us uh subscribe to the podcast we are on spotify apple podcast that's it i think yeah google still uh, haven't let us go on yet which is a bit annoying i keep emailing them oh. eventually we'll be on there but we're on apple podcast i know because i subscribe myself yeah. uh, as always leave us five stars uh, and tell us what you think in the review and you could check us out on social media no drinks in the booth on facebook twitter and our favorite which is instagram uh, that is us done for the week thank you for listening we will see you next week peace <laughs>